This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Belkis, with Omnia Sala, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world, ladies and gentlemen. It is finally <laughs> back to normal. Everyone is uh, back to normal, normal work schedule. Everyone got their coffee. Everyone is excited. I hope you guys had a really, really long week. And some people had even a week of a uh, very long holiday. Mm-hmm. But today we're talking about history and how China is making history with a Mars rover landing. Yes, indeed. The Mars rover will be joining our very own Hope Probe right here from the UAE. Coming up on the show as well, we're talking all about affordable phones because I feel like this has been the new trend. Apple is looking to create an affordable 5G phone and so is Samsung. And we're going to be giving you the latest leaks on that. Will they be as accurate as we hope they would be? Well, you got to stay tuned to find out all about it. Yes, and for our Tech This Out segment, Apple is going to discontinue space gray accessories now uh, that's pretty disappointing because i love the space <laughs> gray theme i know especially when it comes to its computers and all the gadgets that they offer coming up in the world of apps lots is happening as well because we're talking about twitter news they are going to be soon asking us to protect their ad dollars especially in the new ios 14.5 update will we agree to that will we agree to the ad tracking or not well you got to stay tuned to find out about it yes and we're also making or talking about how twitter is going to make searching dms easier and does introduce that feature for Android phones. Yes, indeed. Coming up on the show in the world of gadgets, lots is happening as well. If you're looking to purchase a cheaper format of the Apple AirPods Pro, Amazon is launching a new second generation earbud that could potentially give us the same features for a much cheaper price. Lots and lots is in store right here on the show, so make sure you keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse95 Daily Digital News Bits and bytes connect our world. All eyes are on Mars, and by all eyes, we mean three major countries. China, the United States, as well as the United Arab Emirates. But we have news about China's successful landing of its six-wheeled space rover on the planet Mars that happened this weekend. Zurong robot made a beautiful landing and there were no crashes, no issues with its landing. Yes, and has actually became the first nation to carry out an orbiting landing and roving operation during its first mission to the red planet. Now, the rover did use a parachute and backfiring rockets to make a fury descent and was protected by a heat shield as it did touch down. Now, we do know that China did become only the second nation to successfully land a spacecraft on Mars just after the United States. And the Soviet Union did touch down on Mars in actually 1971. But its mission did fail soon after when the spacecraft did stop transmitting information. Now, given the difficulty of this nature of the task, the achievement has been dubbed outstanding by the Chinese president who did congratulate the team behind Tainwen-1, which is China's first 
independent interplanetary mission. Yes, indeed. The China National Space Administration has yet to confirm the successful landing. However, it was announced on different social media platforms by uh, the state-run China Global Television Network this weekend. So the rover entered the Martian orbit in February after launching on a long March 5 rocket from Earth in July just last year. But since landing, the Zorong rover, which was actually named after uh, a god of fire that is found in the Chinese uh, mythology, which I found very interesting, it went ahead and took some high-resolution photos of the area, and it's been searching for a safe spot to go ahead and detach from the lander that it was on. Yes, and now once that space spot has been determined, the rover will actually drive on the surface via a ramp and will spend about three months on the Red Planet. Now, the aim of the mission is actually to study the composition of the Martian surface, including rock, solid uh, soil and formation, and is also looking signs of water ice. Now, we do know that in February, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, who was the vice president and ruler of Dubai, did congratulate China on its Tainan spacecraft reaching Mars and the orbiter rover that did enter Mars robot less than 24 hours after the UAE did make history by becoming the fifth space agency to reach the Red Planet with its Hope probe and the first Muslim country and the first Arab country in mm-hmm. the history to reach the orbit of Mars. Now, we're looking at how, we're looking at how everyone does have eyes on the Red Planet and how we do have kind of an aim by 2070 or 2017, uh, not 2017, 2117 yeah. to be on the Red Planet, to have life on the Red Planet and to move humans to the Red Planet. And not only are we learning about Mars, but we're also learning about Earth as well. So it's a win-win situation. If we can't live on Mars, <laughs> it's okay. We learned something about Earth as well. Exactly. Especially because the UAE is planning to hopefully create a habitable settlement on Mars very soon. Let us know if you could get a chance to live on the surface of Mars. Leave Earth, leave all the Earthlings behind and just start a new life, a new chapter on the surface of Mars if everything is safe for you and you know, the UAE goes ahead and provides all the needs for our human life to flourish on that planet. Would you go ahead and do it or would you rather stay on Earth? Our text lines are open, 4215-DOR-ITTISALAT. Coming up on the show, we're talking about cheaper, more affordable, yet more advanced phones coming right out of Samsung. An affordable 5G Samsung phone may be on the line. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. We always talk about Apple leaks, but now we're talking about Samsung leaks. And a leaked render has revealed an even more affordable 5G Samsung phone. Now, we always know that Samsungs are actually more affordable in a couple of departments when it does come to Apple. And Apple actually did try to challenge Samsung with their iPhone SE line, which was a more affordable iPhone, but it didn't do as well. But now we're talking about the Galaxy A22 5G and how it could be coming soon with a very, very low price tag. Yes, indeed. We're looking at a price tag of about 1,100 dirhams, which is very cheap when you're talking about, A, phones in the year 2021, but also phones with 5G capabilities because the Galaxy A32 5G currently holds a low of 1,100 dirhams, but 
They are looking to even make it a little bit cheaper. So different leaks are showing that we're looking at a price tag of about $180, which is less than a thousand dirhams, which is crazy to think about when we're talking about in going ahead and including 5G and 4G versions of this phone. Now, the 5G model will hopefully have a 6.4 inch LCD display a rear triple camera so they're going to be very similar to what iphone is offering and probably a 48 megapixel depth sensor combo and it will also have 5g now looking at it it's also going to be getting a 6gb of ram as well yeah and the 4g model does include one additional rear camera and an oled rather than an lcd and they're both expected to offer a large 5000 milliamp hour battery so that is a very big battery and a very affordable 5G phone. Now, we do know that there are few other budget phones between the $200 and $300 mark. So we're talking about huh, 900, 700, and even a thousand dollars offering 5G, including the Realme 8 5G for around $240 and the OnePlus Nord N10 5G for $300. But the A22 5G does stand to become one of the first in that sub $200 range, depending on how things do shake out. Now, in the United States, 5G is still in a sorry state, but wireless carriers are racing to improve their networks and may be eager to stock their shelves with more aggressively priced 5G devices like that A22 5G soon. But mm -hmm. thankfully, right here in the UAE, uh, we have 5G already, and we do have one of the fastest, if not the fastest 5G network yes. on the planet. So if you are thinking about getting a 5G phone, but you don't want to hurt your pocket, the A22 5G is the phone to get. I'm looking at it. It looks very sleek. Uh, it doesn't have a very big notch. Yeah. And uh, it does even have that rectangular uh, shape, shape and feel as the iPhone 12, which I am in love with. It feels better in the hand. And it even does give that better aesthetic as well. Yes, and I definitely like the trend that now iPhone or iPhone makers, smartphone makers are all going for. They're all trying to create more budget-friendly phones. And I think in the age of COVID-19, we could all use some money saving. I don't think many customers want to go ahead and you know, pay an arm and a leg for a single phone. And we even uh, have seen studies right here in the UAE of people who no longer consider changing their phone as often or as regular as they used to because of how expensive they can be. So it started out with Apple. They started launching these smaller and cheaper phones in their iPhone SE line. And it's been booming. A lot of people have been opting for it because it's offering the same features and benefits of your best iPhone but at a cheaper price they may be not they're not probably top-notch but at least they're great features and people are saving money on it so I like how Samsung is trying to also compete with that by also releasing uh, all these cheaper Samsung 5G phones yeah I mean again uh, we're looking at how we have to think about it in two ways yeah the first way is that you have the main phones or the flagship phones that are used for a number and various number of things. Mm -hmm. For example, video editing, photo editing, uh, gaming, for example. And now we're looking at the cheaper alternatives, which are more for just like browsing, you know, Instagram True. browsing, Twitter browsing. The regular user. The regular user, social media. Uh, someone who does not use these phones as aggressively as the user, for example, like me. I get maybe 14, 12, I don't know how many hours of screen time mm. on my phone. So 
For me, having a phone like this, it wouldn't be optimal because I'm on it all the time. But for someone who doesn't use the phone that much, someone who is a little bit older, who isn't into technology as much, but needs that 5G, needs that quick and reliability with the battery, yeah. uh, these 5G phones are cheap. They look nice. They look classy and slim as well. So getting your hands on a Galaxy A22 5G could be your number one go-to phone. It, it gives you all the basics that you need. Great mm -hmm. Wi-Fi or great 5G in this case. Great battery. What else could you need? Especially if you're not that much into photography. You don't need a very advanced uh, photo capabilities. Let us know your thoughts. And do you think and do you support Apple and Samsung going for those cheaper phones? Coming up on the show, we're talking all about Apple discontinuing space gray accessories. This is going to be very sad news for many people who love their space gray line. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Colors, oh colors. A lot of the times whenever we are buying a new smartphone or a new laptop, we don't we don't necessarily think colors will play a big role, but Little do we know, they do. They can sometimes influence what type of phone someone will go ahead and get simply because they fell in love with the color. Lately, Apple has been introducing its spring colors. So we've seen purple, we've seen green, we've seen blue. And these are colors that Apple has never had as part of its lineup. But now they're also bidding farewell to one color that was actually one of the basics, it was one of the originals, and they're only saying goodbye to it in their accessories lineup, and that is the space gray color. Yes, now fans of Apple's space gray color, uh, unfortunately, they are discontinuing it. Now, the company is officially discontinuing the hue for its magic keyboards, mice, trackpads, and even other accessories as well. So if you are eager to pick up one soon, do so, as they will be sold only on a while supplies last which was listed in the statings. Now, we're looking at the accessories and how they're currently for sale, but with a while supplies last message. Mm -hmm. Now, Apple did confirm to the outlet that it will no longer sell the space gray accessories after stocks do run out, but the silver variants will still be available. Now, it's kind of shocking why Apple would do such a thing because a lot of people like the space gray aesthetic. Uh, it was one of their selling points, how it was sleek and clean and looked mean and, 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 and simple, yet sophisticated. So uh, for someone who I myself like the space gray, yeah. it's kind of weird how, uh, I, know, I know a lot of people do like it as well. So it's kind of weird how Apple is discontinuing it. Hani and I are both currently <laughs> talking while having space gray laptops, space mm -hmm. gray MacBooks uh, on our hands. And just like you mentioned, Hani, they're one of my favorite colors to get in gadgets. They don't get dirty as often like Goldwood or Rose Gold, and they're very sleek and, and chic at the same time. Now, whenever you're going to go ahead and check out Apple's webpage on their online stores, you will find that their stocks are only, or you can only purchase these items, these accessories while supplies last. And this is actually the same message that appeared on the iMac Pro before it was listed as out of stock for good. 
until they release the newer version of their iMacs and people can go ahead and purchase them. Now, the Apple's Space Gray desktop uh, is not going to be around either, which I think is going to be... Uh, I'm hoping they change that decision because <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like that color has been a staple for many people whenever they were introducing the M1 uh, MacBook Pros and the different MacBooks before then, the Air, the MacBook uh, Pro without the M1 chip. They were all uh, part of the Space Gray lineup as well. So the discontinuation of the dark accessories does raise the question of whether it will stick around in the rumored redesign or if Apple will go for that colorful route that we've seen them go for with their new spring-colored iMacs. Yeah, now I don't think they'll be discontinuing the MacBooks in Space Gray because, again... uh, I think about 85% of people have the space grays. Not a lot of mm. people go for that white color. I think it's only white or there's a gold as well yeah. for the uh, MacBook Airs. So again, uh, space gray is a very nice color and uh, I'm still kind of surprised that they're discontinuing it because a lot of people would like a space gray MacBook, a space gray laptop, uh, laptop mm. or and a keyboard, a mouse, a trackpad. They like to go all out. They don't like uh, much variant when it does come to Apple products. They don't like uh, mixing and matching would per you, se. Would you ever get a colorful MacBook? No. <laughs> None of the colors? None. I like it. I like you everything have a simple. Blue phone. Do you have the blue phone? No. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. mixing up. That's Aisha. Aisha Mazmia. She's the one with the blue iPhone. <laughs> so you're a very sleek, original yeah, gadget I- guy. I mean, my favorite phone was the iPhone 5S mm. because of that space gray color. Yeah. And again, I think this is just another gimmick by Apple to push their supply and let people buy their supply mm-hmm. and then come out with another color and say, hey, <laughs> if you want it, and it's probably going to be identical to space gray. May I think, I think they should go for an all black on black type of accessory. But let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, slot or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Colorful, space gray, or all black? Which one would you go for when you buy your gadgets? Coming up on the show, we still have lots to share with you. We're going to be talking about Twitter news since they are launching a lot of features that I'm sure you'll be excited to hear all about. You're listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? What's worth a click and download? But you probably already have this download. We're talking about Twitter today and how it is politely asking you to protect its targeted ad dollars in the new iOS 14.5 prompt. Now, the company is making its case for enabling ad tracking. Now, as we do know, ever since iOS 14, we have been getting prompts to hate. Would you like to accept ad tracking? Would you like this app to track you? And you have the option to click yes or click no. Obviously, all of us are clicking no. I don't know anyone who has been clicking yes so (laughs) far. But as part of iOS 14.5, Apple's app tracking transparency force developers are asking permission for something they used to be able to do for free, which was track the iOS users. But now... Twitter is joining the ranks of other developers and adding a prompt that does ask users to enable that tracking on iOS. Social media platforms have been very smart in how they go ahead and ask us for us to accept them tracking our information and also giving us ads because 
Instagram and Facebook, they went ahead and included in their message that they would like us to keep using them for free. And that is the only way for us to keep using them for free is by allowing them to track us in return. Twitter is doing another or following another strategy. So they're going straight forward for that request and saying that if you go ahead and allow Twitter to track you, then they can serve you better ads, ads that are more towards what you like, what your interests are, and not including anything that you hate or products that you may not purchase. The company is also including a link to different settings that you can go ahead and make those changes. However, you do need to read Twitter's explanation before you decide. So the message that a lot of users have been getting is keep ads relevant to you by allowing Twitter to track data from other companies on this device, like apps you use and websites you visit. The company also includes a link to a support post in the Twitter Help Center, which explains exactly why they're asking for your permission as well as what it is that they will be tracking from your information. Yes, now Twitter's counterparts, Facebook and Instagram, did actually take a far more aggressive approach to convince users of its use of ad tracking is on the up and up and even going as far as including a vague threat to enable tracking, which will help keep Facebook and Instagram free of charge. So they're basically saying that, hey, if you want to keep these services for free, mm -hmm. you will have to enable ad tracking, which is kind of ridiculous. Now, companies like Twitter and Facebook do rely on tracking users to support their separate and even often very lucrative ad businesses. Now, after all, it does make usually ad sales that do pay for free social networks and customer data to help target those ads. Now, as a company that is more interested in selling hardware and subscription services, Apple doesn't really have to worry about things like that. But those changes like the new tracking permissions can actually leave developers scrambling. And we're seeing that this is a big problem and Apple has made a big problem mm. for a lot of apps. <laughs> now, we have yet to see Android do something of this kind yet. But I do believe that they will be jumping on the bandwagon as well. And I do believe Apple is doing this to raise their stock, to raise their credibility when it does come to, let's say, privacy features. Yes. Again, Apple has been going at it because Apple does want to become the number one technology. They want to be number one in everything. Apple is very competitive. And believe it or not, Apple is even going against Google as well. And Google has been facing a lot of privacy problems with, their, with YouTube, with their Google searches. So... It is not weird to see Apple trying to kind of uh, be the face of the army against personalized ads. And uh, I'm kind of on the fence about it when mm. it does come to Apple. Again, Apple did, did some pretty... Uh, uh, they've been under fire. They've been under yeah. fire. So for them to come out and kind of uh, change the table a little bit... This is their Kind comeback. of questioning, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think, I, I, again, a lot of people do like it, but I, I want to know their true intentions intentions from Apple. You know the saying, Aniyi. What is their yeah. Aniyi? What is their <laughs> true intentions from Apple? Why would Apple all of a sudden just go against everyone else? I think the main reason behind it is because a lot of people have been, a lot of companies have been suing Apple for their lack of transparency. And so in the latest iOS update, they decided, you know what? We're going to be giving the customers what they want. And nowadays, privacy is the number one aspect that 
everyone is looking for. You know, as a user, you don't want to have your information be up for sale without your knowledge. And that's exactly why they've decided to be completely transparent. However, this is causing them to basically lose a lot of apps, uh, to basically get into a lot of fights with app developers, because at the end of the day, these apps want to make money out of our own information. And mm. giving users the choice whether or not they want their information to be tracked does also cause a lot mm. of light to be shed mm. on the way mm. these applications perform. The biggest, biggest uh, example was WhatsApp. The minute they came out saying that, hey, please allow us to track you, people it's like they were so shocked you know all of a sudden it's like a blanket that was uncovered for them whatsapp tracks us when they've always done it it's just the fact that people never really paid attention to that yeah 100 people never really did pay attention me being one of them again yeah. i don't really care if they know what i do what i like and who i am that's just me personally but obviously numbers lie uh, people lie numbers don't and the app tracking transparency has been proven to be actually popular and around 96% 96% of US users are opting out of that tracking according to some recent surveys and with Google even considering developing its own methods for blocking tracking on Android we might just have to get used to apps coming to us and begging us <laughs> for our data let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Do you care if social media apps know who you are and track your data? I don't. Mm, I don't. I I do at times, but with certain apps, I don't. So it depends on what the app is. Yeah, I don't care. All I care about is if they're looking at my pictures and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who cares if they know that I like uh, fish Dogs. on a Sunday? Right? Who who cares if they know I like the color purple? Right? What are they gonna do? They're gonna give me, hey, would you like this purple laptop? I don't. Know. <laughs> but you, but do you like them listening into conversations? That's another thing. Because, uh, I mean, I mean, it, it it depends when you talk about listening to conversations, right? Mm. If again, WhatsApp did clarify, clarify that they were talking about the business to business to customer interaction, but if they're listening to conversation between me and my friends talking about what we're doing tomorrow like you like this specific car you open instagram you find an ad about the car i mean i mean actually omnia with that a lot of people actually or a lot of uh researchers found out yeah. that it's not actually because you talked about it it's because you searched it right mm. so obviously if i'm telling omnia hey omnia i'm looking at a car yeah I'm looking at a tesla right Obviously, before I talked to Omni about me wanting a Tesla, I was already Google searching about a Tesla. True, to a certain extent. Yeah. I, fe I feel like a I lot of- I was on a couple of, like, yeah. a couple of ads, yeah. for example, like uh, marketplaces, for example. Uh, we, have a, we have one in the UAE that's very well known. Yeah. And uh, whenever I'm on it and I'm looking for a specific thing, a specific car model or make, I will get ads on, about it. on Instagram, I will get, Hey, would you like a brand new Mercedes Benz, one thousand dirhams, sixty months free? So, in case you do, you weren't inclined to get it yeah. then, you'll get it. You'll be more inclined now. That's mm -hmm. that's the whole concept of ad tracking or tracking yeah. your information. They will look through different apps and what what is your search trends and cater ads towards it. Let us know your thoughts coming up on the show. If you're planning to buy a new pair of headphones, wireless headphones. No need to go towards the expensive Apple AirPods Pro because we have a new, cheaper alternative coming right out of Amazon. This is Pulse95. 
gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Balls 95. Today's show is all about budget conscious phones, budget conscious apps, but also budget conscious gadgets because if you've been considering changing up your Apple AirPods, if you want to purchase the new Apple AirPods Pro or if you're in need of a new pair of wireless headphones, no need to go ahead and spend more money on something that you can get the same features but for a much cheaper price because Amazon is launching their second generation earbuds that are offering more features for less money than your standard Apple AirPods. Yes, now the new Amazon Echo Buds are a big improvement over that first model. Now, we actually talked about the Amazon uh, earbuds a while ago when it first dropped. And uh, we were talking about how it was a a great alternative to the Apple AirPods, which we do know that come with a hefty price tag. Now, a lot of people have been actually testing the Amazon's... uh, Echo Buds. Yeah, Echo Buds. For the last several days and they are saying there is actually a big improvement over the first generation echo in almost every way some people are saying that they're more comfortable they have better noise cancellation they actually stay in your ears and even do sound better than the first version and they start at 119 dollars and they're also a solid alternative to the $160 price tag that we see on the Apple AirPods. Yes, indeed. Now, Apple has the bulk of the Bluetooth headphone market. Many people just walking in the UAE, you'll see lots of people with the AirPods plugged into their ears, and they have been a great success. But they've also inspired a lot of companies to go ahead and enter the market by creating low-cost alternatives. A lot of competing AirPods aren't very good when you compare them to, to the Apple AirPods Pro. However, the second-generation Amazon Echo Buds are really good for the price, and they definitely offer some of the same features. So, what are what's good about those Amazon Echo Buds? Well, to begin with, the new model is actually 20% smaller than the first version of the Amazon Echo Buds. They're not as chunky, they sit better in the ears, and they also come with several rubber tip sizes that Amazon says should fit about 95% of the world's ears. They also have several rubber wings that help them stick into your ears better, so you're not going to be risking them falling out as you run, walk, or exercise on a bike. Even if you're sweaty, these are going to be much more comfortable to wear for several hours since they don't drop down as deep into your ear canal as the earlier version did. Yes, now Amazon actually did address nearly all of their complaints, the people's complaints with the first generation Amazon Echo Buds and actually improve them, which is great to see a company listening to their consumers. Mm -hmm. Now that new model is actually 20% smaller than that first generation. And some people do want that sleek, small design. They don't want something big and bulky in their ears. Now, a lot of people are saying that music, podcasts, and even phone calls do sound a lot clearer. Mm -hmm. So I personally have had AirPods for the past uh, four years, no complaints. I like them. Uh, maybe when I'm on the phone for a long time, uh, yeah. they kind of uh, they, the charge runs out really quickly, which mm-hmm. I don't like. But uh, Amazon actually did partner with Anchor as well, which is a very well-known power uh, power bank uh, manufacturer. Yeah, charging. They manufacture a lot of uh, wall plugs, anything that has to do with charging. Yeah. And they did partner with Anchor on a new wireless charging pad that you might want to consider. And it's only $18, so it's around 
65 to 70 dirhams and it does work well and has a nifty little groove you can stand the echo bar on so you know they're in the right spot and charging every time so i'm looking at it i mean i don't like the i don't i personally do not like this type of ear earbud with the rubber mm. i don't like how it goes into my ear it reminds it, me of samsung's yeah. design I don't like them. It feels like uh, you're not, it's not in my ear, it's in my brain. Mm. And I don't like the way it feels. <laughs> it feels really weird. But uh, some people do like it. Yeah, I agree. And I just wanted to comment on the whole, on phone calls. So with the Amazon Echo Buds, if you're someone who's constantly on the phone, they actually have great clarity while talking. So a lot of people have been rating them an 8 out of 10 for clarity during, let's say, 15-minute phone calls. They don't notice a lot of echo and the noise quality can be great. Also, when it comes to noise cancellation, they have great noise cancellation. The Apple AirPods Pro are still just a hair stronger when it comes to noise cancellation, but they can block out wind if you're out on a run. They can block out people's conversations, so it's going to be great to have on hand. Also, uh, when it comes to their case, their case is just like the Apple AirPods. It charges on its own. You can even get an extra case with wireless charging on the side if you would like to have multiples on hand. And yeah, the, many people have also been enjoying having Alexa built in to those. Uh, echo buds so you can simply bring up the voice assistant at any time by saying hey alexa she can play different music across a variety of apps all at once by not even having to touch your own phone all you have to do is call alexa for you battery life is also solid amazon promises five hours of music with active noise cancellation on or four hours of call time which i'm wondering how often do you have to charge your apple airpods honey yeah uh, me i yeah I charge it maybe <laughs> once a one, once every two weeks. Oh, okay. So a very very small amount of time. Yeah, I don't I don't charge it I as mean, much. long periods. I don't really I, battery isn't really much of a problem. Great. But uh, some people are power users when it does come to AirPods. Let us know your guys' thoughts for two one five do what slot or on our Instagram at Pulse ninety five video. Would you get your ears on the Amazon <laughs> Echo Buds or not? I would not. Uh, I just don't like the way. It goes into my ears. feels like it's going into my brain. <laughs> but uh, some people do like that feeling. Each to their own. Yes. But this does conclude Future Talk for today. It was a great day coming back uh, after the Eid holiday. You know, caffeinated, we're all, finally. Yeah, <laughs> caffeinated, uh, feeling good, about to go home, have some lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, haven't had lunch for a while. <laughs> Even during Eid, I didn't have lunch because I was catching up on all the sleep <laughs> that I missed during Ramadan. We want to wish you a blessed afternoon. I hope you're all having a productive day back. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place from 2 to 3 p.m. Keep Pulse 95 locked because coming up is afternoon karak from 4 to 5 p.m. They're back. They used to be called the evening karak. So the duo Aisha Nazmi and Mikhail Atiyu will keep you entertained with all the latest on what is happening in pop culture. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.